A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hi, Anna. Hi, Nick. Hi. How are you? How you? How have you been? How have your weekends been? Nick, thanks for asking. Yeah? Um, It was fine. Did yeah. some errands. Great. Went to a large Target and got a bunch of cleaning supplies. Wow. You know, you got to stop going first. You're really bumming everybody out. To get cleaning supplies? Yeah. No, your life. Your weekend, I mean, it's just it sounds terrible. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. I also I'm sorry. It's, I can't even tell you what I did now. Hold on. Just keep uh, vamping about how terrible I am. I'm just going to grab some tissues. All right. So I had some social distance seeing outside hangs with my friends. Uh, Lyra and I have uh, friends, and uh, we go and hang out with them. And uh, oh, shit, she's back. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. What? Anyway, uh, we're all just doing the same dumb stuff on the weekends. What did you, you know? do this Everybody's weekend? Everybody's life sucks. All right. What, <clears throat> what'd you do this weekend? Nothing. I didn't see anybody or do anything or have any friends. Don't worry. Are you lying? Yeah. Oh, what did you do? Nothing. I just hung out with some friends. Yeah? Yeah, we made uh, sweet, sweet love together. Just Uh, swapped COVID all over Los Angeles. Social distance friendship? Uh, Is there any other kind? Mm. 
Maybe you're one of those people who are like, I don't care, man. It's been enough time. Well, I mean, I'm like that with some people. Sure. Hmm. Well, you I know, also, like Lyra, I finally broke down and hugged her the other day. Wow. Um, I also cooked some meals. What? Yeah. What'd you cook? Friday, I made scalloped potatoes, stuffing, ribs. I just mostly, I bought the ribs and then I heated them up. I didn't cook the ribs. Um, wow, potatoes and stuffing. Stuffing, potatoes, mac salad. Mac salad? What are you eating? I was just making everything that we had in the, <laughs> I was just trying to make Thank everything God. we had. Um, starch on, starch on, starch dog. Yeah, I didn't um, eat all of it for sure. Yeah, uh, you did. I can see you. You gained 48 pounds since I last saw you. No, I, I really didn't. Um, you look absolutely so, beautiful. There's so you many leftovers. Were, all, all you were missing was 48 more pounds. There was. There's so many leftovers. Um, also, steam, steam veggies. I just ca- um, got, came over to your house. Hi, I'm here. Steamed veggies, which were... The last thing I made, unfortunately. Um, mm, and the last thing eaten. And then a latte corn. Oh, so you see, see from your people. So, okay, don't be racist. Uh, yeah, no, I made so many and I, I've perfected white people food. Ah, yes, a latte. Not a latte, but I meant like the Max Allen and the Max Salad is, is a Hawaiian food. Is it? Okay, then my bad. Uh, well, scalloped potatoes and stuffing and ribs. I don't know. Maybe it's not white people food. I actually don't know anything. Oh, good. She finally admits it. Uh, yeah, I made. I, just I was made a sent bunch here by the uh, Society for the Advancement of White People. And then yesterday, I made a All keto right. barbecue chicken pizza. Oh, cool. I saw that. It looked cool. tiny. It was small because I, I don't know how to make huge keto crust. Sorry. Still yeah, learning. Keto crust is real hard. You know what the hardest still part learning. is? Huh. Um, you know, tying your tutu. You know what I mean? Because no. uh, you're a little lady. You know, if you're eating keto crust, I'm a big old man. So I eat. I just take a bite out of the side of a cow. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then I, I dip it in a crunch. What? That's what I do. I buy a cow, I dip it in crunch, and I eat it. Crunch. Yeah, that's ketchup branch. That's a bummer if I've ever heard. <sighs> well, thank you so much for this. You're ketchup. welcome. And that who what well, who was that email from? What email? If somebody sent us an email, it would go something like this. Hey, Anna, we got an email. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, just a reminder, anyone, you can uh, email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, you can ask us any questions, and we'll read your question on, on the air. If someone had done that, Anna, mm-hmm. um, I think it would have gone a little bit like this. Uh, dear Nick and Anna, mm-hmm. comma. Okay. Return, return, tab, capital. Okay. Yo, what up? Exclamation point, space, capital. Uh, you guys are both super dope, and I love the show. It really helps me uh, get through uh, the death of uh, my dog. Jesus. L- Lucky. Look, 
the people fuck? do people go through sad things. Have you ever seen Below Deck? Everyone there recently lost a brother. Now, back to my letter. Hmm. Uh, anyway, my question is, hey, Nick, how'd you get so cool? Thanks. It thanks. was Tyrese. All right, bye, guys. Thanks. That was from Tyrese. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, how'd I get so cool? Jesus. Um, thanks. You know, some people are born cool, Tyrese, and I was. Next question. And that's how it would go. So send in your queries to getrichnickpod at gmail and wait, no. Deckheads. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Put a bullet in my head. Just put a bullet in my head. Yeah, it's I don't, done. Not fast. Slowly, methodically. I do not want to get hurt. Yeah, done. Slide it in my hair. Done, queen. All right, let's start this show, right? So did you see that you lost your bet or did you get your bet? Oh, I lost it. Okay. Yeah, I lost it. I lost fifty dollars. Yeah, I stupid. <laughs> it's pretty funny for me, because I bet he wouldn't. And uh... yeah, but I just got followed by predict it. So what's that? Things are turning around. That's the website uh, we use to bet. So why is it good that they followed you? Um, just because I'm like kind of an important guy, I guess. <laughs> oh, you're being serious? Why did you laugh like that for the first time? <laughs> I've never heard you like like something so much. Because you were like, I'm an important guy. And I was like, ah! Anna, this is horrible. Why are you doing this? What? Don't do this to me. You made me feel so small. So? I come here to feel love. Ye yesterday you started out the pod by telling me you love me and now this I didn't do that two days ago you said it alright everyone heard it it's on fucking wax debatable mm. alright I feel like this was a great beginning of an episode we rambled about nothing um, alright we're talking Mediterranean below deck season 4 episode 10 yeah, 10. Jesus, man. We're out of your um, zone. Captain Sandy's up to her big... Honestly, I have no idea what happened um, in this episode. Because oh, why? I watched it on Thursday. So... Oh. Hit me. Hit you. I will. Ha, ha, ha. So, uh... And it's Monday. I, I guess that's why that's important. Yeah, no one really knows our time span here yeah it could it easily matter. be like august for us and everyone's like it's june anyway i watched this four days ago and you know in the last four days i've just been like hardcore doing dmt in <laughs> the woods oh my god you're annoying so i have like i have gained new experiences that i never even had um so there's a lot going on in my brain anyway hit me Anyway, I will hit you for your lack of social distancing and bringing back this country day by day. Um, so, this is a problem. Liberals cannot waste time arguing about other liberals <laughs> who are both doing an incredible job at wearing masks and social distancing, okay? When you get caught up in that, when you start sniping at your friends who are doing 99% the right thing, then that is where it breaks down. We oh have to be a united front. Stop Lead by example. Talking. Don't try 
Don't be the person who writes in the comments, why isn't anyone wearing masks when it's like you and your lover eating dinner in your home? You know, don't be that person. Why aren't you guys wearing masks? Exactly, you dumb bitch. You're God, I, I am a superhero for putting up with you. Um, Everyone says it. Everyone says it. No one says that. People say, I'm I a have superhero alternate, for doing everything on this show. I have an alternate email for people. It's called Deckheads uh, Podcast at gmail.com. And that one's just owned by me. And you can email that. And uh, a lot of people do. And it's all negative stuff about you. That's a cool vibe. So, um, I write them back and I say, don't. Write this to me anymore. I don't want to hear it. I know it. Send it to Anna. I don't know if they... And then I give them your email, which is very hard to figure out. All right. That was mean. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I thought it was funny. And if it wasn't... If it was too mean and not funny enough, then I apologize. But if you're only offended because it kind of struck a chord, then I apologize not. Okay. What happened in this episode? So, all right. Below Deck, season four, episode 10. Anna sucks. We continue with the anchor issues and Travis and Wow diving in to figure out what is stuck on the anchor and why it won't come up. And we discovered that the boat's anchor is caught on an old anchor. So they have to go, they have to do this procedure where they like pull, I don't know, I couldn't fucking follow with what they were planning on doing. But basically they have this whole procedure of how to release the anchor safely so no one gets hurt. While this is all happening, Colin drops the guests off in Monaco. Captain Sandy says if they can't get the anchor free, then they'll need to abandon their own anchor. As we've learned in the past, it's illegal to enter a port without an anchor, and it would make the boat uncharterable. They would have to basically cancel their charter season because they don't have an anchor. Aisha and June are walking around Monaco with the guests, and it's just so much like rich peopleness and bouginess, and it's just like all nice cars and yachts. And while the guests are exploring, Aisha and June get some food, and June tells her that she likes Colin because he's so nice, but she wishes she could get along with Hannah. But Hannah just looks at her like she's an idiot. Hmm, I wonder why. I think she's an idiot. No, she's an evil G. There's so there's something going on back there. It's not that she's an idiot. It's just that she's busy. Her brain is busy doing something else. You know, I feel like she's very intelligent. She's just like communicating with aliens almost exclusively. What? You know what I mean? No, bitch, you're on the you, same wavelength as June. I'm out here on normal but, land responding to my radio, and you're out there being like, sorry, I don't know, I can't hear. Look, I know it's been a while since I've fallen in love on this show, but I've fallen in love with June. Okay? Oh, my and God. And I'm in love with her. Okay? All right, do you hear that, June? Please contact me and my wife, Lyra. We would like to offer you an invitation. Into our home. Into your sex? Yes. Ew, uh, you kinky. And by yes. ew, I meant by like, ooh, kinky dinky. Right. It, yeah, well, don't say it like that. I think that sounds more like a Teletubby. Kinky dinky? <laughs> dinky winky, kinky dinky. 
Kinky Dinky. Up next Binky on Channel Binky. 4 News, Anchor Hosnier with the rundown of what happened in this episode. Mm, kinky Dinky. Well, Kinky Dinky uh, decided to Binky Flinky. Okay? No. Whiff. Wow, what a whiff. So back on the boat, they're able to get the anchor back in, and Captain Sandy is so relieved. And they head to the Monaco port to meet the guests. And June and Aisha are talking about the death in their lives that they've both experienced with her dad and with June's dad and Aisha's brother. And June says her dad always told her to stick up for herself and don't let anyone push you around. And that was, you know, it's tough for her because of the situation she's in now. And Hannah and Travis are talking on the boat and he says he's exhausted from pulling double duty in the galley and on deck. And Travis says him and Hannah are just friends at this point, but if they end up shagging, he would be into it. If like me and like literally anyone on this boat ended up shagging, I would be into it. (laughs) Captain Sandy is looking at the weather and it looks like a ton (laughs) of... (laughs) That was how you laughed at me. (laughs) You might as well have spit in my child's face. (laughs) I wish I could. You're a jerk. How so? Come on, you know it. You know it. You know it. How so? No, I don't you know, know shit. It. I don't know shit. You know it. I would never spit in a child's face because I'm not a monster, Nick. Oh, God, what well, you have no sense of adventure. That's why you, because you were afraid of some coronavirus. Oh, my God. Okay, me, I'm not afraid of coronavirus. I'll spit in a kid's face I want. Hey, do you need to discipline your child? Have me spit in their face. I will send you a vial of saliva and you can throw it in your son's face. A vial of saliva. Can we delete all of that? No. Um, <sighs> just so you guys know, that just happened. Okay. So Captain Sandy's looking at the weather and it looks like a ton of wind will be coming in. And she's like, I looked at the weather an hour ago and it didn't say this. Uh, she says, coming That's in around. That's how Captain Sandy talks? Yeah. It's coming in around midnight, uh, so she's trying to get a slip in Saint-Tropez, which is three hours away. So she asks the guests to come back immediately so they can head out before the weather gets bad. And the guests get back to the boat because Aisha and June are like, come on, we got to go. Mm-hmm. Well, the aliens had informed June it was time to come home. Yes. And they head to St. Tropez as the weather starts to roll in. And Anastasia says she can cook when there is a swell because she has cooked in worse conditions on a boat before. So she's like, no big deal. And then she said something interesting where she was like, oh, I like strapped into the actual galley. Like she's like hooked into it when the weather is so bad. Aisha and Jack are making out in the galley and Hannah catches them and tells her to stop smooching with her boyfriend and get back to work because they're still they're still technically need to be professional uh, and should smooch in their cabin if they wish to do so. Um, I, I love their relationship. I'm fully supportive of it. I think they're very cute together and I understand they're not still together, but wow. I, maybe one day they could get together again. Wow, that was... You shouldn't have uh, spoiled that. That's not a spoiler. Yes, it is. Some of us aren't there yet. Some of you aren't at Aisha's life Instagram. Yeah. Well, check it out because it's a good one. Wow. 
mean? Sometimes you just like expect people to respect you. I just you. surprise you. Yeah. I'm a good, good guy. He's a goo goo gaga. Good, good things. Let's take a break. I, I Let's need take to, a break. Yeah. Um, speak I actually to demand Nick a break about something. I have to smoke a cigarette. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back from break. Nick burned his eyeball out. 
Puff, puff, pat. Yeah, no, I shouldn't have started to... I shouldn't have started smoking cigarettes this break. Yeah. Also, you should learn how to smoke. You know, I used to smoke, don't you? Here's me telling you, I don't give a fuck. So, Jay Wow spots some whales on the side of the boat and everyone gets excited. And Captain Sandy's like, good job. You're constantly impressing me with your eyeballs. And he's like, no big. And the whales are like, free us. We're filled with plastic. And, uh... That's just a commentary on uh, climate change and the wow. abuse of plastic Bold. and the lack of recycling this country really does. Even though we pretend to recycle, we're actually lacking severely in recycling. Oh, yeah. We gave up recycling. It's depressing. So the guests are getting ready for dinner as the crew attempts to dock into a very tight slip, if you know what I'm saying. Holy shit, that boat fucks. Yeah, it does, honey. Yes, she does. Well, so, thanks, sir. Wow is nervous because he's never docked this way before and the slip is very tight. And the What cr- the? <laughs> it's very sexual. The cr- a crowd has formed. On the dock, watching them slide into this tight, tight slip. You know how it is when you have to parallel park and the owner of the car you're parking next to is there? No, never had that happen all, to me. And you're always like, God, why do you got to be here? Can you fucking get out of here? Uno time when I was in New Orleans, I was uh, parking, parallel parking, and I um, bumped into, you know, bumper to bumper into the car I was parking next to. No big deal. That's what happens. That's what bumpers are for. You're allowed to lightly tap a bumper when you're parking. No one's going to tell you otherwise. No one's saying. Okay. You've never bumped into a car when parking. Never. Okay. Well, for people who leave their house, this is something you have to do pretty frequently. Anyway. So when I, um, when I, Legally bumped her bumper. What is going um, on? Right she now? gets out of her car and starts yelling at me. Okay, understandable. And I'm like, uh, whoa, dude. And she's like, I knew it. You broke my license plate. Did you? And then you? we looked down and she had a, a glass license plate that said LSU on the end of her bumper. Hmm. It was glass, it was made of glass, it was mirrored. Yeah. So then when I backed into her car, it, it um, broke her mirror. Jeez. And she was like, it cost $40. Wow. You owe me $40. Wow. And I said, oh, shoot, I don't have $40. She gave me her address to mail it to her. And you? I, you know what? I lost it. Okay, convenient. You know what? I accidentally lost it. Yeah. I'm going to buy her another fucking glass license plate. A glass license plate. Eat shit. <laughs> Eat shit. Uh, and there you have it, guys. Never run into Nick because he will not pay for it. <sighs> bad man. Yeah. Bad I know. You know when you start telling a story and you're like, this at the end, everyone's going to hate me, but you're too far into it. Mm, yeah. Does that never happen to you? No, it happens all the time. I'm deeply sad. Shoot. Well, that's not fun. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, they nail the docking. And everyone's very impressed by Captain Sandy and the the deck crew. 
And Captain Sandy compliments Wow's work as the bosun. And then she's like, I'm going to go get some ice cream and leaves. And I agree. That docking was fucking smooth. It's a smooth ass dock. It was very, very smooth. But they also had the help of the boats next to them, you know, with all those bumpers. There's not much you can do. You just fenders. Bump They're off called of fenders. It. Yeah, bumpers, baby. Because that's what I'm saying. When you park, you just bump into other stuff. That's how you park. No, it's not bumper cars full. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, the guests are sitting down for dinner, and Anastasia is serving an Italian dinner, but is trying to keep it simple. But Hannah's concerned that the plates may be too small to feed an American baseball player. And the main course is eggplant, and Johnny uh, is not Johnny the main primary, is not sure he likes eggplant until afterward. And he says the plates are too small, but they were good. And Captain Sandy says they need to check June's connection because she never responds to Hannah's radio calls. And Hannah says, we have. She just doesn't respond. And June says she just can't hear when Hannah calls her. And they do radio tests and it sounds fine. And then she says, maybe she just can't understand her own name when they say June. <sighs> so is that the aliens, Nick? Yeah. So uh, the aliens are actually really chatty and they, they really need to edit when they talk because they're almost always, uh, you know, giving her directions. Right. So me, she can only rarely hear when other people are talking. It feels to her. like she's just an idiot. So Oh no, it feels like that because you're an idiot. Wow. Why are you so in love with this fool who wrote a book? She wrote a book and she's a fool? Okay. Why don't you write a book? A and lot then of get people write books who I think are fools. Okay. Have you written a book? Not yet, bitch, but I'm gonna write about how one you're a fool. Okay, the day you publish your book, you tell me about June. But until that day... I can still be a fool having published a book. June even had... She's so smart, even someone else with her exact name wrote a different book. Yeah, okay. There you go, which makes me think maybe she didn't even write her book. No, she wrote it. Sure, bud. Oh, my God. You've never written a boat, a book. No, I've never a written boat. a boat. No, don't I've never do written that. A boat. Don't... Don't yeah, do, don't pick me. out one thing I said wrong and try to make I've it sound like I'm stupid. I've never written a boat. No. You've never, first. you've never even read a boat. Heard it here first. Never written a boat. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. See you later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I left. Anastasia takes up the dessert to the guests and hopes to get praise for her meal. But instead they applaud Captain Sandy's docking into that tight slip. And she says, wow, Captain Sandy stole my thunder. And it's like, okay, who cares? Your food wasn't like amazing. And Wow talks to June to try and see what's wrong with her. And she's just being a weirdo and tells him not to attempt to fix the issue that she's having. She oh, keeps you being gotta like, fix the issues. <laughs> And she keeps being like, uh, I'm pulling my curtain, so you can't talk to me anymore. And he's like, what is going on? Because she's a weirdo. And June says, being the new girl, she doesn't know who she can trust. And she fears that she said way too much to Wow. She did. I just don't think Wow's that aware of what's going on. He's like so into oh. being the bosun that socially he's not really like involved. Yeah, but apparently he's going to try to funk Hannah at some I point. I guess. Who knows? It's really weird. But then Ben shows up. So it's like, well, who's going to funk Hannah? Right. Wait, has Ben ever funked Hannah? Well, Hannah tried to funk Ben. 
Right. And then he said, no, thank you. And he funked that other girl. Yeah, he funked the, the unicorn head. He funked Naughty Yachty. Yeah, that's Naughty her, Yachty. That's her Insta handle. So another Yachty yacht owner next to them and the boat next to him is asking if he can come on their boat. And they say they have to ask. And one goes to ask Hannah and she says she worked for this uh, guy before when she first started working in yachting in 2010, her first season. And she says she didn't like him then and she definitely doesn't want to see him now. Uh, apparently his four-year-old son was a dick to Hannah. because She was like, you can't wear your shoes. And he's like, these aren't shoes. They're some word I didn't understand. Foties? Footies? I guess the kid was wearing like deck shoes and he was rude to Hannah and he was four years old. So she's like, that's rich bullshit people. Uh, and he comes on board, this guy, this Yachty from next door. And he says that he's from, he's so, he comes in so aggressive, like nonsensically aggressive. And he's like, I'm from Norway. We love America, but America is pulling out. What is going on? Why is America fucking doing this? He's also dropping F-bombs left and right. And he's being so aggressive. And then a plate falls and breaks. And everyone's like, what do you want us to say? Like, we're just like Americans. Like, we don't run the... I mean, I guess they're rich, but like, we don't... Like, what do you want us to... Like, you want us to respond for the whole country of America? Just like apparently this guy represents Norway. And so Hannah goes and wakes up Wow just in case things start to pop off because this guy's being so intense and clearly Colin can't handle it. And the guy keeps being like, we rely on you. We rely on you. Which is like, what are you talking about, Norway? Like, go mind your own business on your, like, nice-ass boat. And Colin's like, hey, man, you got to go. We're closing down the passerelle, so you got to go. And the guy will not acknowledge Colin asking him to leave. Sorry, we, uh, you know, we can't. We have to close down this passerelle. Because and when we close it down, we just determine it's closed. Yeah, and you just have to get the fuck to off do. the boat. They should have just, you know what they should have done? Yeah. Johnny Damon should have gone and gotten one of his bats Jesus. in the World Series. He doesn't travel and with that guy's bats. head off of his body. He doesn't travel with, did you see him bring a bat at any point? That rich piece of shit should have been drowned. Okay. Okay. Man. You're intense, man. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, wh who the fuck is that guy? You know how... Do you think that guy lives his life? Every day he just spreads his evil everywhere and does just drunkenly yells at people and does whatever he wants and thinks he deserves the world. Right? Yeah. And that guy should do what? Continue doing that, living his best life. Oh, okay. Sorry. I guess that's a different take. Just joking. He, yes. Okay, fine. He should have been drowned. Like, wh Thank what am I you. supposed to say? Thank you. She want me to tell you some guy should drown? I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, well, the, yeah, the guy keeps saying we rely on you. Colin's trying to get him out. Jaywa returns or comes out in his uniform to come break things up. And the guy keeps asking for them to come check out his boat, which makes no sense. Like, where is this going? And Johnny's wife starts to shut it down hard and saying he's not going anywhere. And then he's talking. She's, he's like, ah, 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 ah. I stopped talking. Stop docking. Wow. Yeah, he finally met his match in Johnny Damon's wife, the yeah. only woman just as belligerent as him. Well, he's like, you're a lady. Come on. And she's like, I'm not a lady, sir. I am not a lady. And he's like, what? <laughs> he didn't understand that. He was like, yeah, you're, wait, you're not a lady? 
And then things escalate quickly where she's like, don't you fucking touch me. He's like, hey, man, don't touch my wife. And then Wow grabs him, bear hugs him and takes him off the boat. Wow. Uh, and they're like, are they going to arrest him? Uh, and then Johnny's wife continues to exchange some words with him from the boat while he's off the what boat. And Hannah has to calm everything down and being like, enough, enough, enough yelling at everyone. And then she says, this is St. Tropez. You can't act like that here. What the fuck? That's, this is the only place you can act like that. Because you're just, people will suck your rich dick as long as you fucking leave it out there. Maybe. But Colin says drunk millionaires acting out is not what he signed up for. And I'm like, that's yes, you did. 100% <laughs> yeah. of the job. I was like, yeah, I don't know about you. That's what people do here. Anyway. If they, there's ever not a drunk person on a charter, it is the most boring episode of all. Yeah. The one they're like, we don't drink. We just uh, pay attention. Like we just, yeah, we just really respect staff. Yeah. Ugh. Well, anyway, All they right, pull we got to take another break. They pull and, up the. Uh, we will not be yet, right not yet, back. Not yet. After not this yet. Message. Not yet. We're now. not going on break. to the break yet. Nope. They pull up the passerelle and they call it a night so no sneaky street cats can sneak on. Mm-hmm. And it's officially the next day. Nice. Uh, Colin says he's really awkward talking to beautiful women and he gets very awkward talking to June. And Captain Sandy comes and checks with the guests and hears about Jay Wow's bear hug of the other yachty. And she's impressed uh, with his bouncer skills. It's quick. It's wild how quickly he turned into a bouncer. In Zimbabwe, we learned to be a bouncer at a very young age. In Zimbabwe, my father was a bouncer. And one night at the club, seven men came and they no. cut his head off. No. Yes. God. Oh, you're Jay Wow telling me yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. It happened. Wow. And it's very sad. And the only sadder thing was that has happened to me was when Brooke broke my heart. By dating a jabroni. Ugh. Well, Captain Sandy is watching the weather again and she has to plan accordingly to not fuck up the schedule. So she asks the deck crew to really be on their shit for her. And she tells the crew that they have to head out now and head back to the original dock to not miss the window of like the opening of like they basically in order to get into the dock, she has to go now to not miss the window due to weather. Mm -hmm. It's very intense because if she misses the window, then it delays the next charter. It's a whole thing. Hannah tells Anastasia they're just going to do one more meal since the guests had a late breakfast. And uh, yeah, they go to... Antibles, Antibles, what is that place called? Antibles, Antibles. I have no Antibles, fucking Antibles. idea. I don't know. Wherever, the original docking spots. So they go back there and Captain Sandy's happy they made it in time. And they bring in some lobsters for dinner. Dinner. Okay, I'm losing it. Mm-hmm. They bring in some lobsters for dinner and Anastasia's vegan. She doesn't want to be the one that kills them. And so Wow kills them for her for her, because he's like, of course, no big deal, because in Zimbabwe, we are primitive. We kill our food and then we eat it. One time when I was out on a hunt with my uncle, I was uh, trying to shoot a jaguar. And instead, the jaguar jumped on my uncle's head and he was killed very, very not instantly. It took a very long time and I had to watch the whole thing. All right, this is when we're really going to take a break. Um, 
So we'll be right back. Oh, good. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Oh, good. Okay. Listen, I have one more story. Go ahead. If you do not mind. When I was born, I was one of seven septuplets. Every year on my birthday, one of my brothers 
would get hit by a bus and die. That was my birthday present. Thank you for listening to my story. Wow. Okay. Wait, what? You had said se- what? Yes. It's very sad. Uh, he has uh, septuplets? Yes. What, what, why are you asking questions about it? She's got confused. I'm doing the bit. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Oh. What else am I supposed to say? No, it okay. didn't really happen. Okay, well, anyway, the guests sit down for their late lunch, early dinner, and Hannah's trying to contact June, but of course she doesn't respond. And when yeah. Hannah finds her, she refuses to acknowledge anything that's going on. Well, she keeps being like, yeah, no, I got you. I got, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. She like won't let Hannah talk. It's so annoying that when she does that, where she like refuses, refuses to acknowledge. She like constantly tries to make excuses for her like shit radio behavior. And she says she doesn't know why she doesn't hear her. But I'll tell you why she doesn't hear. It's because she never has her earpiece in her ear. That's why she never responds. She always takes the earpiece out of her ear. She doesn't need it. She doesn't keep it in. That's why she never responds. But she always tries to make excuses. It's like, just keep the fucking earpiece in your ear and this will not be a problem. It's not hard, you dumb bitch. I'm sorry. Even I'm starting to get annoyed with her. If I worked with June, hey, honey, June would be long gone. She would not work for Anna Express, okay? Mm-hmm. And Anna Express is my yachting company. Well, hopefully Anna Express will be in business with uh, um, Water Toys uh, boat that I am chartering. Maybe. Okay. We'll talk about well, it. That's business. That's officially business. We'll discuss Great. later. I can't wait. It's happening. You heard it here, folks. <sighs> So Anastasia is struggling with the burners so she can only cook two lobsters at a time. So they want the guests to eat as soon as they get them so they are still hot. And Hannah says this is a super yacht no-no and that an experienced chef would know how to work around this. And this is something Anastasia is lacking. And Johnny needs his lobster heated up more because he's more of a medium rare kind of guy and needs everything super warm and off the grill in order to eat it. And Anastasia says it was hard to cook those lobsters. And Hannah tells her that killing animals is part of being a chef. Uh, And then Travis tells Anastasia that he envies her and that she's a strong woman and he respects her and she really appreciates it. Even though she's the type of person, if you start to say something to her, she just looks shocked. As if like, why would anyone talk to me? Yeah, she's lovely. Yeah, she's lovely. Oh, jealous. I'm so jealous. Also, Dallas. Anyway, June tells Aisha that Hannah hurt her feelings and doesn't know why she doesn't like her. It's because you don't respond to your fucking radio, you idiot. I just, and you're a fucking weirdo about it. Like, you have no accountability. Like, I wish she'd be more specific to what she doesn't like. Whatever. It's the fucking next day. Captain Sandy is calling June on her radio and guess what? She doesn't hear it. And she's, and she says, Captain Sandy comes up and she's like, Hey, uh, I've been calling you. And she's like, Oh, sorry. My radio's charging. And apparently she was vacuuming earlier and left all the chairs out in front of the table. Or she like pulled all the chairs out from the table and then just left them there and didn't push any of the chairs back in when she was done vacuuming. Smart. No, she's dumb. She's so Smart. dumb. Who does that? 
When you're done vacuuming, you put them all back in because you don't know when a guest is going to wake up. You don't just leave them out and then go do something else. I really can't with June. I hope June gets fired ASAP because this is not working for me. June, this is not working out. You have to figure it out. You're just missing certain parts that are needed. I'm sorry. I'm just getting frustrated with June's behavior. Well, Give anyway. Her a second chance. No, fuck you. Captain Sandy says it's her pet crew, a pet peeve when a crew member doesn't answer their radio. And she tells June that she needs to answer or she's going to get Captain Sandy's wrath. And uh, see, this is how you do it. Sunday. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, June starts to make up an excuse and Captain Sandy just speaks over her and is like, no. You're going to get my wrath, so shut the fuck up. And June's like, nothing's coming through. And Captain Sandy's like, okay, well, then you can have my radio for the rest of the season. And guess what? It works. It actually works. So you better answer it because I have no problems with it, which I'm like, ooh, girl, you're not even going to answer that one. Then it's going to become clear that you're shit on the radio and you're going to get fired, hopefully, ASAP. Wow, Sandy. Sandy. Sandy, I go away from my radio. <laughs> I'm in love with my radio. And when I love it, I go away from it. I go away. And then Wow came in and he was like, this reminds me of one story. My schoolmate got a radio and the radio told him to murder his family. And instead, he murdered mine. <laughs> It was a miscommunication, much like the aliens in June's brain. Truly. That's fucked. The radio. Because that is what Zimbabwe is like. Anything goes. He paints such a fucking intense photo of Zimbabwe at all times. That's very... The president of Zimbabwe, when I was a little kid, he came to my, my house. He knocked on the door. I said... I'm so excited President of Zimbabwe is greeting me. He pulled out their gun. He shot my dog. God! He said, vote for my dog. He had his own dog was running for Congress. What the I fuck did. is going on? I voted for that dog. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. Well, Anastasia says she's rattled from the night before his dinner. And she's serving breakfast to the table while Hannah makes drinks. And Johnny um, starts serving from the plates of the food to everyone himself. And one of the guests asks for eggs and potatoes. And Captain Sandy says, they can order whatever they want. And he's like, oh, I I didn't know that. I didn't know I can order whatever eggs I want. And in the galley, Captain Sandy asks Anastasia about it. She's like, they've been told. They know. And Captain Sandy says, we don't tell them. We ask them what they want. And this is a problem for me. And then she she asks Anastasia to put on her chef's jacket, even though it's dirty, because she can't just come out in a T-shirt. Uh-oh. And Captain Sandy's like, did I make a mistake? So the guests are packing to leave. And Captain Sandy asks the guests how the trip was and asks for the truth. And they say that France has some of the best food in the world. And their food was good, but it wasn't five-star and their expectations were a little higher for the food. And Captain Sandy's like, oh, no. And she says to herself, Sandy, what have I done? 
And uh, Captain Sandy says that she uh, may have made a mistake promoting Anastasia. And that's mm. where the episode ends. Mm-mm. Wow. Do you think she you made a, a mistake fact? promoting you want a boat fact? Anastasia? You want a boat fact? Uh, boat facts with Nikki T's. Um, okay. On what craft okay. does a guy with a Huge, janky elbow bone work on. On what crap? Like the boat name is what is what you're asking, or the boat uh, type? Sure. Boat name or yeah. boat type? Sure. Any anything. What boat or what craft does a guy with a janky what? A huge, janky, crazy looking elbow work on. Uh, oh, this is the most confusing. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of a guy working on a craft with a huge, crazy elbow. And it is bonkers, this elbow. What is he working on? A tugboat? No, sorry. He's working on a flying boat. You can see him at seaair.com. Look that up. Um, Seaair.com. And this guy is uh, freaking psycho looking anyway um sea air.com doesn't exist yes c s e a i r sorry there's not an extra a oh okay well that's um slash flying boat um so this guy's working on a flying boat sea air has a flying boat Uh, it's a bird it's a plane it's the sea air flying boat it says for fun and adventure the sea air flying boat lets you fly to places you could only dream about and makes getting there half the fun (laughs) If you ever want to experience the fun sport of flying without the cost of general aviation, then this is for you. Um, uh, can you okay, send is, me a photo? But is it? Because I can't you, see the janky elbow. Oh, you um, you got to go down to uh, uh, Sierra Flying Boat FAQs. <sighs> Now, what the heck is a flying boat? It says a sea air flying boat is an ultralight aircraft designed as a trainer ultralight because it has two seats. It is basically a hang glider wing mounted on a small inflatable boat powered by a a Rotax engine. Is it safe? Answer. Yes. It is as safe as you want it to be, which I think is one of the greatest sentences I've ever read on the Internet. Um, anyway, uh, you, you don't need a, me a, pl- a pilot's license, but you do need to learn how to fly and the training is going to cost you $2,500, but you can get this boat for around $22,000, $21,000. It's a flying boat. It's a flying boat. Um, did you see the guy's elbow? No, I don't know how to find any of this. None of the links oh, you're explaining to me work. My God. Well, did you go down to the frequently asked questions? There's no frequently asked questions. Oh, my God. Did you go to Sierra slash flying boat? Slash flying boat dot com dot HTM. Oh, my God. This site doesn't exist. Can you just send me a link? <laughs> I keep asking. What happens if you type in S-E-A-I-R dot com slash flying boat dot HTM? Dot com slash flying Bo.htm. Oh, God. Did that work? Oh, this guy. 
Yeah. It just looks like. I love that you waited till I sent you a text to, to see it. But um, yes, uh, what do you think about it, that guy's elbow? Wait, this guy? Talk I'm to just... me about this guy's elbow. Okay. Uh, it appears that he just has like an extra elbow. Yeah, he's got way more elbow than a general person. Hmm. So if you want to check that out, go to seair.com slash flyingboat.htm. Um, pretty, pretty, pretty great. Um, anyway, that's it. Well, I'll post the photo of the weird elbow on our Instagram. Thank you. Oh, good. What a world we live in. All right. Well, yeah. that was tough. Nick sent me to a bunch of websites that gave me viruses. And, uh, <laughs> and then finally sent me a goddamn link. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man, not enough weird elbows on boat facts. And I'm going to try to rectify that, guys. <laughs> the fact that you expected me to figure out what this random dude on a site I, I would never, ever in my life end up <laughs> it's on. It's a terrible website. Yeah, and that I would just have to figure out out of nowhere. Yeah. You're but fucked you did up, it. man. You're a fucked but up you did person. It. Yeah. It's true, I guess. You did it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. This was season four, Below Deck Med, episode 10. Uh, you can follow us at DeckheadsPod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at DeckheadsPod at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review with a boat fact that's not as vague and weird as Nick just gave us. That's a preference um, thing. Yeah, you're right. You can leave us whatever you want. Five stars. Um, please do, though. We are. We need to... We need to get our life together. You can follow me at Anna Hostia. Nick is at Nick's Turners. Check out our merch. Bye, guys. We have great merch on Tee Public. Uh, check it out. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, we got to go. Bye, guys. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 